0: Ready to add a big dose of positivity and empowered perspective to your day? You've come to the right place. Welcome to She Said, She Said podcast. I'm Laura Cox Kaplan. Here, we tackle everything from imposter syndrome and confidence building to the best advice on how to lead yourself through life pivots, including the ones that knock you flat. For the past three years, I've talked to hundreds of experts about their stories. Here, you'll find their actionable advice and lessons, as well as my own tools that you can put to use in your own life. Stick around. I think you'll find this investment in you well worth it. Hi friend. Thanks to you, this week, I am delighted to mark our third anniversary here at She Said, She Said Podcast. That's three years of powerful stories, thoughtful advice, and perspective from an incredibly broad array of women who are sharing what they've learned and paying it forward to help you. But it's more than that. It's about these three words, insight, inspiration, and impact. Back in 2017, as I was contemplating this podcast, we landed on the words insight, inspiration, and impact. You've seen them embedded in our logo and on our swag. And in each episode, I'm aiming to hit those three buckets. For me, these words help reinforce three areas that I believe are key for continued personal growth and development. They also help me stay centered and focused as I think about our content and our guest. Now, I do realize that what inspires you is subjective and is unique to you just as it is to me. And that's why I think about inspiration as the spark to ignite your curiosity, a spark that can inspire a different perspective and that can yield insights that you can apply to your own life. A particularly timely aspect of this is that it also means we have to be willing to hear ideas and views that we don't necessarily agree with or that align with our own. We don't have to agree but it's important to understand them and to know where others are coming from. With the events of the past year, and especially some of the challenges of the past few months, this practice has never been more vital and important. And to me, it's where inspiration can really come from. Going back to our tagline, the word impact Is actually how you bring that inspiration to the world and how it can create opportunities and enable you to have a positive effect on others. And that's what we're going for every week on this podcast and with our related content on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And by the way, if you don't already, I hope you'll take a minute to follow me at Laura Cox Kaplan, all one word. These social media platforms are the perfect place for you to share your thoughts and to engage not only with me, but with others who, like you, are committed to lifelong learning, to taking charge, to embracing the possible, and who are empowered and working to make the world a better place. It's a beautiful thing. In addition to our third anniversary, March is also Women's History Month, and we have some amazing content lined up that I'll talk a bit more about at the end of this episode. Today, I am marking the occasion of Women's History Month with some perspective from our own brief history of the past three years here at She Said, She Said podcast. As I was preparing this episode, I was thinking about the importance of history, why it matters, why getting it right and telling an accurate story is so important. Understanding history allows for valuable reflection of our own journeys and stories, what we've learned, what we can do better, and perhaps most importantly, how we can continue to improve. In that spirit, I'm sharing a few lessons from this podcast in the past three years and my journey in the hopes that they might be helpful to you as well. I have talked about mindset many, many times, but especially over the past year. We have experienced a collective crisis, and while we may each be impacted in different ways, No one missed out on this. When I think about the conversations we've had this past year, so many of them illustrate the power of embracing challenges as opportunities for growth. Honestly, that's easier said than done, right? But we saw this in action what it looked like through my guest stories on this podcast, how they felt about what they were experiencing, and what tools she used to plow through. I am reminded as I reflect on all of this, of an especially powerful conversation with author and journalist, Mary Catherine Ham, She joined me in episode 99. I've included a link in the show notes to that conversation, and I hope you'll check it out if you haven't listened to it already. Mary Catherine lost her husband, Jake, in a tragic cycling accident when she was seven months pregnant with the couple's second child. She also had a toddler at home. How Mary Catherine got through this horrendous time is a testament to perspective and to this idea of mindset. In her case, she would set one small goal, making breakfast. It became a daily victory and an important way for she and her young family to start each day. It also served as a new family ritual. Even the small victories can remind you to keep going, and they lay the groundwork for another small goal and another and another. Mary Catherine knew that she had to write her own story because she didn't want her family to remind others of death, and she didn't want her children living their lives afraid. It's such a powerful conversation. Her story is incredible. And I urge you to listen to that conversation again. I've included the link in the show notes for this episode. We all experience loss and setback in one form or another. It's part of life. How we face those challenges, how we show up for them matters a great deal, and it has a direct impact on our ability to recover and And to use what we've learned to propel us forward and to enable us to teach and inspire others. Our mindset also impacts how we know when it's time to pivot, when to cut bait, so to speak, and when to double down. Sometimes it's a matter of doing both. (laughs) This was especially true in my conversations this past year with so many entrepreneurs and businesswomen, many of whom saw their businesses evaporate almost overnight. Those who were able to stop, control their own personal panic, and look at what was possible under the circumstances, ultimately found alternative paths and additional sources of revenue that they might not have discovered otherwise. I'm thinking specifically and remembering, among others, my conversation with the CEO of Anatomy. It's a high-end activewear company. The CEO's name is Kate Boyer, and she joined me at episode 106. Her story and her perspective on this idea of the pivot is really powerful, so I urge you to check that out. As I reflect on my own story and launching a podcast with zero experience in podcasting, I knew I needed to have a clearly defined understanding of my why. Why was I doing this in the first place? That is pretty essential as the basis for any dream or major project. But even with a clearly defined why, at least for me, it was the pandemic experience that ultimately deepened my resolve and gave me greater clarity about that why. That included relevant lessons that I could glean and share, and then how we could all learn together as part of this growing community from this experience that we were having. And then also to continue creating that valuable, relevant content. With anything new, there's an element of uncertainty. Often there are many, and that can be quite terrifying. But the idea of mindset Also means recognizing that we can choose how we react. We can decide whether our emotions control us or we control them. We can decide to allow our fear to make decisions or to lean into it while continuing to focus on why we are doing this thing in the first place. It's a choice and it's within our control. Optimism is also deeply embedded in this idea of mindset and specifically the idea of a what's called a growth mindset that term was coined by professor carol dweck at stanford university i've included a link to her fabulous book called mindset in the show notes for this episode a growth mindset doesn't mean that you need to be pollyanna it means looking for and finding a benefit even under the most difficult of circumstances Learning to do that takes practice. Now, if you're lucky enough to be raised by optimists, you likely already get this. But if you weren't, you'll be happy to know, I think, that this is a learned skill. The more you practice it, the easier and more automatic it becomes. Science has actually taught us that our brains are malleable. The choices we make about the way we look at our experiences can actually have the impact of rewiring our brains. It's a very powerful concept. And it's one reason, one of many actually, why I remain committed to sharing thoughts and perspective here and on social media that are constructive, but that are also inherently positive. Finally, just because things are difficult doesn't necessarily mean that you're on the wrong path. We've all heard the mantra, quote, get comfortable with the uncomfortable, end quote. But what does that really mean? How does that feel? And how do you know when it's time to pivot? How do you know when enough is enough? Now, obviously, that's for you to figure out. But here are a couple of thoughts on what I've learned. Don't walk away just because something is difficult or because others doubt you or when they say they think your idea might be crazy. If your idea and the work lights you up inside, if it enables you to add value to others while also making the hair stand up just a little bit on the back of your neck when you think about the possibilities, it's likely worth sticking it out. As you do... You'll begin to see glimmers of your dream becoming a reality, even if fully realizing that dream is still a long way off. Those are some of the important signals to be attuned to. They've made a big difference for me, and I think they will for you too. With that in mind, I want you to remember that the difficulty you are experiencing is, in fact, the very best way to learn. It will help you master what's needed to get you where you ultimately want to go. That difficulty will help you become the person that you're meant to be. Ultimately, you are the only one who really knows whether or not you should stick something out or not. But these are some good rules of thumb to keep in mind. We often find or fine-tune our personal calling or our why during difficult times or in times of crisis. When we are challenged or experiencing something that moves us, it can lead us to see the world differently. We saw this from so many different vantage points, especially during the last year. So many of my guests talked about this, and I'm sure you've had similar experiences as well. Like so many of my guests, I also found my mission and my perspective around why and what I hope to accomplish here become much clearer, and I felt much more connected to you here and on social media. It reminded me of the importance of allowing your why to grow and to evolve and to stay open to the possibilities that the universe throws your way, even when you're not looking for them. Friend, I am so grateful for you. I love your feedback and your thoughts, and I urge you to please, please keep them coming. It's incredibly valuable perspective, and it helps us create even better content that will be of even greater value to you and to others going forward. That's it for today. Happy Women's History Month. I'll see you again next week when we will welcome Stephanie Summerson hall She's a reformed lawyer turned entrepreneur and the CEO of the Estelle Colored Glass Company in Charleston, South Carolina. She created that company in honor of her grandmother. I am, in the interest of disclosure, a big fan of Stephanie's gorgeous wine glasses. And once you meet Stephanie, I think you'll be a big fan of hers too. Take care. We'll see you next time.